Welcome to Shifting, where we do it the right way. I'm Becky. I'm Becca Lane. And this is season one, episode five, called The Move. Yes. So I want to kick off this episode by reading out mm-hmm. our anchor scriptures. Amazing. So obviously, when God gave us the vision, um, that was great, right? Mm-hmm. I saw the vision. I was like, oh, wow, a podcast. But, and then the next conversations were, what is our anchor scriptures? Mm. What are we trying to say? What are we trying to do? Mm. You know, we had other questions like, what's the name of the podcast that mm. came, the name of the episodes, those came as well. But I think when it came to the anchor script, we, we, I think we got it during episode one, when it came out. That, the anchor scriptures? Yeah. Or something around that time, yeah. Yeah. So it it took a while, but then the way God revealed revealed it to them to us, I was like, wow. And the scriptures that we both chose are very, very similar to one another. To be honest, yes, literally makes so much sense with this season, Mm. and even the one you chose. um, I believe it was Ecclesiastes. uh, Yeah, I think Romans. Oh, yeah, Romans twelve. Yeah, so. I chose, um, well, I, <laughs> the Holy Spirit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Isaiah 43, mm. verse 18 to 19, and then you chose Romans 12, verse 1. That's it. So I am going to read Isaiah 43. And then I can read Romans 1. Yes. So Isaiah 43. 12, 1. Sorry. Yeah. So um, just think about shifting and all that we've talked about yeah so episode one was a new dispensation yes episode two the step up yeah coming to the light yeah that's correct episode three an encounter episode four an outpouring and episode five the move the move so isaiah 43 mm-hmm. verse 18 says niv version forget the former things do not dwell on the past Verse 19 says, See, I am doing a new thing. Mm. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? Mm. I am making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. Mm. And then Romans 12, 1 reads, Therefore I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice holy and pleasing to god this is your true and proper worship Mm. let me also read the nlt version Mm. of isaiah 43 verse 18 says but forget all that it is nothing compared to what i am going to do Mm. verse 19 says for i am about to do something new see i have already begun do you not see it mm. i will make a pathway through the wilderness mm. and just to buttress that point um i'd like to read first peter 2 5 and it reads you also like living stones are being built into a spiritual house to be a mm. holy priesthood offering spiritual sacrifices acceptable to god through jesus christ Amen. Amen. And so, obviously, this is the last episode. So, this scripture really encapsulates 
all that we've been talking about, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. all that we've been saying. Yeah. Um, and so we were even talking about, you know, the, um, I think we touched it on episode four. Yeah. The different, how through the titles of this episode, God has really just said what he's doing. Absolutely. So do you want to go through, through them? All right, cool. So episode one was a new dispensation. So that was, so if we look at this, what the word of this to dispense means, it means mm. to, um, like if you look at a, a vending machine, which is probably the best example I can think of at this current moment, um, a vending machine, which dispenses, it offers something, it, it like, it, it dispenses it, it, what's that word? It, it outputs something. Yeah. So God is outputting something. He's pouring out something at this current moment in time. And it's something new. And it's something that we haven't seen before. And I say we haven't seen before because we have to understand in order for it to be a new dispensation that we then have to understand that we serve an ancient God. Mm. He served the ancient right. days. Yeah. You understand? Like the song goes, um, ancient of days as old as you are mm. as old as you are am i saying the right song you will never share your glory with any i think you're mixing yeah i was like i was thinking that okay but anywho it's the same thing i guess that's why i got mixed up is because he's an ancient god and he will not share his glory with anybody mm. do you understand wow he will not and if you understand the type of jealous god that you serve you understand that when it comes to a new, to a new dispensation that even if you're on the wrong path and like we said we tried to run <clears throat> excuse me mm. i tried to run and wherever i turned god was there right so that being said it means that even if you're on the wrong path god will appear on that path can i just oh you know what i love what you just said because it just goes into what i was about to talk about which is the actual this um definition of dispensation come on for me which is the divine ordering of the affairs of the world mm. an appointment arrangement or favor as by god a divinely appointed order or age mm. so when you were talking about pathway yeah. a new dispensation is something that has been ordered that path has been ordered by god regardless of how it looks <laughs> <laughs> It's regardless been, yeah. keyword regardless of how it looks and when you understand that when you align with god and even if you don't want to align with god either way <laughs> when god is saying i will encounter you i will be there like he said that he will make a place in the wilderness what do you, what do you mean yes and a dispensation also mean an appointment do you understand so mm. but then we look at the next episode which was then um, step a step up. up right so the step up so now god has given us something right he has given he's poured out something right and then we step up to it we don't have to accept it right so it was accepting the fact that we've been called accepting that um god is at work in our lives and mm-hmm. then afterwards um the next episode was well oh, even just sorry. with the step up mm-hmm. um <laughs> i'm going for definition because y'all need to understand <laughs> to step up means to come forward mm. for a particular purpose so when we're talking about stepping up you need to come forward that's it from that hidden place that you were mm. you know if you were hidden if you were holding if you were you know keeping let's say your talents your gifts 
to yourself mm. stepping up is now coming forward absolutely you know you're coming out um and you're not hiding it no more that's why yeah. it's like coming to the light mm. that light <laughs> <laughs> coming to the light because yeah. um that in order for god to use you there has to he has to basically put his light on you but if you're hiding in dark, dark places or in a place which will prevent his light light from shining to mm. its full capacity you will have to you as already told you there's two ways you do it with god you know the passive way or the type of the violent way is this is is violence do you understand like mm. i say violence because like i said have you ever seen a child be dragged mm-hmm. <laughs> have you ever seen so it's either you say yes god i'll go with you or he says okay we're gonna do this a difficult way and i'm going to hold you by your hand mm-hmm. like you know like, that, yeah. that one drag you're like mm-hmm. Child, you should have gone when he told you not. To, you know what I'm saying? Mm. The first time. So there's that part, and it's like with your gifts and your talents, how are you hiding them? Because sometimes you hiding your talents prevents is actually preventing somebody else from elevating, mm. um, preventing somebody from being healed, preventing someone from being blessed, presenting mm. some or preventing somebody from accomplishing destiny and their purpose of what God has called them to yeah and i think it was in this episode we were talking about how or maybe the first one how when we speak about you know um presenting your gifts and talents it's not necessarily about yourself no it's always about someone else to help others Mm -hmm. and so we said we talked about how um if you're saying no if you're not really going for it right now it's because you're looking internally of who you are as a person um rather than what is the purpose of that gift because mm. the purpose of that gift usually does not it will still bless you but usually concerns others yeah. <laughs> um rather than yourself and so we go into episode three yeah which encounter. yeah and encounter what is an encounter Encounter actually, by definition, means a meeting. Yeah, a meeting place. And so yeah. we even asked, um, when we was coming up with this, um, so Becky was like, oh, what's the episode of this, uh, what's the name of this episode? I said, an encounter. And mm. she's like, okay, so what does an encounter mean to you? And I said, a meeting place. Mm. And then, um, a meeting place. I just said, a meeting place. Um, uh, yeah. What was your definition again? I said, yeah, a meeting place and a place where you go up to know about God. There you go. So... That was Becky's answer, a place where you go to know about God. And so we basically encapsulated it, or the definition of an encounter, without even looking at definition. (laughs) Literally. It was legit like that. So um, understanding that once God has poured out, oh, he's given you something, right? And then um, you then stepped up to receive it. Then you encounter him deeper, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Because now you've put yourself in a place where... um, like you need an instruction manual like you've been given something to assemble but you need to know how to handle it and that's when Mm. an encounter comes or that's why an encounter is necessary is because you need to go back to the per or to the creator in order to know how to use his creation yeah and so if we're talking about gifts and talents we only have i was listening to something and it said that um we have um our desires are can never be as good as god's plans for us 
Mm. And I saw that as a wow, that's really deep. Our desires can never be as big or good, literally, or as beautiful as God yeah. has had for us. Mm. And it, that then encapsulates how small mm-hmm. our mind is. Yeah. How small our imagination is. That oh, the world's my oyster, and this <laughs> and that and that. My imagination, your imagination, take you anyway. But yeah. do you have thought about God? Because none of because let's let's go back to it. You have to you have to go back to Genesis and when it said or when it um when he said let there be light, light never existed. Mm. Deep that it said he said let there be light and there was light. Let right. there so where does light come from? When he's saying let there be light, you have to understand that his imagination brought light into existence. Right. Wow. His imagination brought light into existence. Because mm. light did not exist. Literally. Yeah. So if light did not exist, then understand that when he said let there, mm. hey, he mm-hmm. said from out, like, like, you're going to see what my mind can um, produce. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What my words can, my mind can produce and what my words bring. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, boom, light, let there be. And so then we understand that when we partner with God to actually allow him to um, paint our picture. And even then, once he's painted our picture or given us an understanding of what he's called us to do, then we need to understand how to um, how to get the full meaning of it. Because you can have so many things... God can give you so many things, but you don't know what to do with it. So then it just ends up dying. <laughs> it's dying in your hands. Yeah, yeah. And I think, yeah, we'll definitely need to touch on that. Um, but then episode four mm-hmm. was... An outpouring. An outpouring. So what does what does an outpouring mean to you? It's to receive, right? Mm. And um, it's to receive what God has for us. Right. Because... Um, if he wants to pour himself out, he needs to be able to pour himself out into a vessel that can receive. So what only it and like an example I gave to you, this is this is a bit of a throwback. Um I described um God wanting to pour himself out in different ways. Um and we have to understand that the more that we mature in Christ is the more that we are able to contain. Mm. Um, yeah. So I started with the example of okay, so uh, let let's start off of things that contain right. So number one being um, a sink, mm. right? A normal bathroom sink, yeah, bathroom sink. Drip, 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 drip. After a while, that sink will overflow. Okay, now you could either remain a sink in your life. Or you can progress to a bathtub. Literally. Because outpouring means overflow. Yeah. So if God is um, outpouring into you, depending on the capacity that you are right now, that's how much you're going to receive. Exactly. It will still overflow, but then you're literally missing out. So the example is perfect because you can be a sink and what you can carry of God is that. It's just that capacity. Mm -hmm. Right. If you then evolve to being a bath, you carry more capacity yeah. and then you receive more of God. Yeah. So it's how much are you expanding 
yourself. Exactly, because you can even... And bath is just nothing. I can't lie to you, it's nothing. Mm. And hear me up, because a sink, a bath basin... So a bath basin has the ability to contain a... Well, depending on the bath. Well, right. Know, just, just an <laughs> average bath. Like, it can, you can basically pretty much lay down in a bath. Okay, mm. so do you want to remain a bath or do you want to grow and expand more? Okay, you want to expand more. Then there is a kid's swimming pool you can definitely lay down in the kid's swimming pool right mm. no problem then there's a normal size swimming pool okay now there's a bit more people and then there's an olympic size swimming pool it's like oh wow we're getting a bit bigger now and then yeah. there's the uh i literally i said olympic and then let's go to bodies of water now in the lake right oh no mm. a pond a pond yeah mm-hmm. Ooh, yeah 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 we've grown now yeah we've grown now you go to a lake you're like wow expanding expansion mm. nice then from a lake to uh what's bigger is it is it river sea a uh, river. river river now you're a river wow you're flowing now there's fresh water coming in and out well done well done then there's the is it sea sea sea, sea. and it's like wow whoa i'm seeing sights i'm going fresh yeah. water clean water whatever water you're all mixing together it's like mm. wow purpose and then there's the ocean right the difference between all these bodies of water right is not just how big they are it's also the depth yeah of them and the type of thing that it contains yeah so how deep are you willing to go in christ yeah will determine how large Mm -hmm or how much you can contain of him absolutely so it it all has to do with the depth of it Mm -hmm. have you always do you see when they always ask the question why are they not um why scientists whatever not going into the depth of the ocean what's in there like why are they not going down and now let me let me explain this to you when you go with christ right let me let me like I said, so I explained the different bodies of water right, to sink to the ocean. When you come to Christ, you have to understand that he saturates you differently as well. Mm. So saturation being the thing that covers you in the, uh, the word, the word. Uh, he covers you, right? Mm. Um, and he cleans you. So now when you walk into bodies of water and different bodies of water, should I say, we then have to understand that the different parts of us become covered. Mm. does that make sense so when it comes to um our walk with christ we or we even don't think about the bible with, um, um I, I believe it's uh, what's it well let me describe it and then i'll because mm-hmm. come to me and it was like he walked in the water was at his ankles mm. he went in a bit further then it was like knees waist yeah uh shoulder chin and it has the ability to cover him mm. and it's like when we the deeper we go with, with christ then we honestly we start to see how much he covers us and that's through going deeper into the secret place yeah going deeper into the secret place but the thing with god is that you need to go down to before go you up. before you can rise up absolutely so going deep in the secret place like the question that they're always asking you need why we're we not going deeper in this in into the ocean mm-hmm. to explore the world inside that that's literally what we have to do mm-hmm. with christ is 
going deeper and to go deeper you need to go down yeah you can only for you to like um the scripture was in isaiah 43 it's spring forth mm. before you can see it spring forth you need to go down and dig, dig. because the seed right you have a seed it doesn't really grow if you don't dig into inside go deep inside a seed must be covered to grow mm -hmm. it, must it must be, be. Yes. Yes, get yes, it? yes yes it must be covered mm. that's the only Ooh, way look how everything yeah, comes together yes, yes. <laughs> yes, it must be covered in order for it to grow and then mm. once we see that that's then and and often that's the most uncomfortable part of the move right is the fact that we have the ability to move Hence why even when Jesus was on the cross and he was dying, he said, Father, if it be your will, or before, he said, um, Father, if it be your will, remove this cup from me. Mm. Being And even when he's on the on the cross, he's saying, uh, he's crying out. Yeah. He's crying out. And then it came to, like, you have to understand that Jesus had the ability to call angels to come and say, y'all, come and take me off this yeah. place. Yeah, yeah. Mm. even jesus himself you could have just been like well i'm gonna just, walk out i'm gonna the form of man <laughs> let me just show you i turn water to wine I, i've healed i've healed people done all of this yeah. you can't jump off the cross mm -hmm. <laughs> you can't jump off the cross yeah like he could have jumped off done everything he needed to do but i just understand that the placement the ability to be in a difficult place and not move mm. remain where god has planted you oh that's because the thing yeah i don't know how many times like this like there was one particular situation that was going on and I remember the saying, God, I have, like, I could move right now and, like, just do my own thing and just do what I need to do. And then I remember God saying, but you'd be out of my will. And that yes. scared me so much because I'd done so much, cut off, done so much work on myself personally to be in God's will, mm. to to reform myself into a version of me which, um, which is pleasing unto God. Yeah, um literally because if you move you won't be able to grow at all if you take the seed out and you keep moving it it can never grow because it needs a stable environment. environment and place for it to then spring up like spring forth if you're moving around from god's will mm -hmm. you can never see the fruits at all you can't be like oh i'm in your will god haha <laughs> no, so exactly yeah so when we were talking about that secret place being there daily being a living sacrifice and you need to do it daily because if you one foot in one foot out, out, <laughs> out, out you can never grow at all like always think about the seed if you are always putting it out putting it up like how do you expect it to grow as it should and it can never take roots it's roots can never right. take down hey. and be established and that's what God does before he or mm. he allows you to grow out or, or grow into the place or go into whatever environment he's sending you. He yeah. must first establish your roots. Mm. And so it's like, my best friend and I were talking was like, okay, uh, if we're going to do this, then we're going to have to make sure we pattern everything like this because there's, like, we know our tendencies. Mm. And so sometimes like you play into things and if you're playing into things it's like oh you know what like technically i'm not sinning but i know god's not smiling with me right now because technically mm. i haven't sinned but god's looking at me like yeah gang 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 if you keep doing that what do you think is going to come like what's going to be the result of what you're doing if yeah. you're playing into you're going to sin 
And so mm-hmm. understanding that when God's taking, um, he's allowing you to take roots down, he's also stripping you away. And he mm-hmm. said that every single um, uh, uh, fruit that's in his garden, mm-hmm. or that's connected to him, he prunes. Mm-hmm. And then he strips away everything that's not supposed to be of it. And that's so that there's, there's a separation before the good fruit um, goes up. Yeah. And the thing about roots, like, I don't know, I've not studied. This is the thing. I said I was going to study trees because it's it's literally like a whole thing to study about but trees like the roots are so deep mm-hmm. like they go so deep down and they are so strong that even if you cut a tree it will always grow back because of the roots so they will cut the tree and then you have the stump right mm-hmm. but they can't cut out the stump have you seen a tree being cut Mm-hmm. And they're like, but why did they only cut half? Like, just yeah. take everything out. They can't do that because the roots are so deep down and they've been there for maybe even centuries that it's literally impossible to take out the whole tree. So you need to be in that. That's how firm a tree is, is that it has been in that position, been in that place for so long that the roots are so deep inside now that you can't, it cannot be moved. Mm. It cannot be moved but if the tree was not being placed in that specific position and or it was always being moved around or it was cut before it could even go the roots could even go deep there won't be trees that road wouldn't be there it wouldn't be the tree that you see now with the fruits and everything so i think in terms of like the move is your roots first absolutely the roots because what God is preparing you for when he's t- he's uh, um those roots are um going deeper and sometimes roots hurt. Um mm. so and I say sometimes roots hurt because it requires him going deeper inside of you. Yeah. And certain certain things I'm just thinking, oh my gosh, this hurts. <laughs> and I wanna move right now, but I know it's like for example, if I'm getting my eyelashes done and like you have to sit still right for a long time mm. one wrong move um your eye gonna be red <laughs> your glue, eye in be your glue in your eye and i got this thing I, I found a little technique on how to get away the red eye but you're gonna be walking around like 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 egypt do you understand yeah. because because now like i said i've got a final technique i basically wet a bit of tissue fold it up and it's like a damp bit of a bit of tissue and i legit keep it under my eye and i walk around like this like, like that, and I'm like, all right, record my eye red eyelashes, and it's because eyelash has done this to my eye because at one point or another, either something was in my eye whilst I was getting my lash lashes done, mm. or I moved and there was some form of irritation. Yeah. And usually, when we're feeling that type of irritation, when God is doing a surgery and doing something surgery, work that yeah. will beautify us, mm. right? So when I'm doing my eyelashes, it's, it's a form of beautification, right? Yeah. And I do understand. Mm-hmm. So when you're doing that, it's understanding that. Um, you can't move during that process because moving only hurts yourself. Right. It affects you. Moving as in going out, like coming out from that will. Exactly. From that, if you move during surgery, you will go. You are literally gonna die. Do you understand? That's why I don't know what it's called when they put that uh, injection. Anesthetic. Anesthetic. Yeah. So you cannot move. Yeah. But also you cannot feel the pain. There you go. So. There's, there is a sort of anesthetic when you are going through the wilderness with Christ. Yeah. That's what I said because you're working with him. Yeah. So that pain, he will take it away. Like, 
Have you ever been in a situation where you were in the storm, okay, but you were still feeling hopeful? Yeah. Oh, you see that one there? I, I, that one there. Mm. I would give an example, but it's just not time yet. Um, I was going for it, like, this year, I was, <laughs> I was going for it, me. But there's just something inside of me that was just like, mm. God. Hey! Mm. I don't know how I got up every single day. Wow. I still did what I had to do. I, I, I still moved. Mm. I mean, you know what happened. I'm proud of you, girl. Thank you. Because that took a lot out of me. Mm. Like, to stand and still be, like... Honestly. Oh, God is my God. Yeah. Like, God is my God. I still recognise him as such. Because, and, and that's why I understand that God took me through certain certain things because it was like prior to everything what happened was because um he wanted to establish something in me mm. so that even when the wind blows i still stay mm. steadfast steadfast yeah because like you spoke about anesthetic right um one thing i have to say is you have to let it work mm. or let him be the one to walk with you and as you were saying you know he took you through the storm um to like make you steadfast going back to the tree when there is wind you just seen it go <laughs> it goes left it goes right but it, it still comes back to reverts why roots roots and so he was also speaking about anesthetic and there must have been one summer a few years ago mm. i just started having some violent sneezing mm-hmm. violent like and to the point where like I'd sneeze so hard I'd have to clench my jaw. Wow. But not like I, like it was that like, like I was mm. clenching. And that whole day I was like, why am I sneezing like this? I've never sneezed like this before. I was clench, mm. clench, clench. And I was like, oh my gosh. If this if I keep sneezing like something bad's gonna happen. Hey. And then I must have been out with my friend. Clench I did it again. Mm. As soon as I did it, my tooth broke off. My Are back you tooth. Serious? It broke off like it just like I went just spat into my hand I was like no way <laughs> I just spit my teeth wow. out and that's just from clenching for legit one day wow and I was like oh my gosh and then I give this example because when um, what I did I left it too long mm. so what happened was half of my tooth broke off mm. of my molar my, of my molar broke off and what i should have done immediately go to the dentist mm. and get it taken off mm. like taken out so they remove the whole tooth but i that's, that's like i said summer um i don't know how long i waited it may have been a year or maybe just under a year mm. R- roughly either a year even a few months or a year one of the two it was just before i went off the thing mm. so i waited a little while though um and then when I went, it was sort of like my tooth was so like my mouth was so sensitive to the point where if the wind would blow, I would do this. Wow. Because yeah. the wind alone just the wind blowing, mm. it might said that she said that my nerve was exposed. Wow. So if the wind blew, mm. or if I even went if I breathed in sensitivity. It it oh it I would just have to tell you what it felt like. <laughs> Yeah. Can't so and so when I got my tooth taken, like so I went to the doctor, and then she she said, "Oh, do you want an anesthetic for it?" And I was like, "Um, I don't know." She said, "Okay, I can put you under a local." 
So, um, or like a, a basic one. So she well, just like, for time. Um, yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> two minutes ago. Sorry, sorry. Um, yeah, time. Oh gosh, it really is. <laughs> Jesus. Um, yeah. But she bought me under local. It didn't work. I could still feel everything. She bought me mm. under. Then I had to get knocked out for it. Wow. I, got, I had to get knocked out for it because I could feel everything. Wow. To the point where she's trying to take it off, mm. and I'm legit on the chair, standing up on the chair, like, and had she had to knock me out for it. And when I was knocked out for it. And I woke up, I came to, I remember my mum, so my mum had to be there with me. Mm. And so she's like, okay, let me help you. I said, no, I was doing soldier under, under, under anesthetic. I've just come out from surgery mm. and I've legit come out, I was doing soldier. So she, let me help you. And I said, no, me, I can't, I can't go down the stairs. And I remember saying like, I had a helper to help me through that difficult season right. as I was under anesthetic. Mm. But you can even let them help you or oh, not let, you not let you. them help you. Yeah. So it comes to moving through these wildernesses and moving with God. Yeah. If, do you let him, like, will you let him help mm. you move? Because moving without him means you move without him. You're not in his will. And there's yeah. no way that you can step, your, your, your steps could be ordered if you're not walking with him. Mm. If you're putting his, if you're putting your will over his will, yeah. tell me how it makes sense. And and that's that's literally it. And I was just gonna say like, I'm I'm going to study trades now because look at trades, right? They go through the seasons. There are seasons like now in autumn. There are no there are not even like what is it called leaves, all gone. Summer comes, beautiful flowers. You know, it's all the, the tree. There's a tree in front of my house. It always changes color. Like in the summer, it's pink, mm. <laughs> pink. And then spring comes, you see the fruits and everything. And then winter, like, you will go through seasons, but how deep your root is will depend how strong you will stand. Absolutely. And how far you will go. Trees will stay for centuries, they're they're not moving. Mm. 